name's Rob, and I'm the host of Real Friends, a podcast dedicated to sharing the real stories of real friends with the belief that each one of us wants to be fully known and fully loved. Today, I have a conversation with three of my favorite high school seniors, Cade, Jackson, and Cooper, young men that I've had the honor and privilege of getting to know much better over the past year. We discuss high school, college, dating, the future. We even discuss their faith and how it intersects with real life. Have you ever wondered how the next generation thinks, or if they're equipped to tackle some of the challenges we face as a nation? Listen to these three young men and discover for yourself. Thank you for listening. This is Real Friends. All right, so first of all, I know you guys have busy schedules, so thanks for taking time out of your hectic schedules to go and meet me. Yeah. Um, I appreciate it. Um, I'm here today with three of my favorite seniors, Kay, Jackson, and Cooper, and the way I thought we could start this out is I would have each one of you kind of first kick things off by giving a a little bit of a bio about yourself. Um, Your name, age, where you plan to attend college, and a fun fact about yourself. And then lastly, since this is St. Louis, where'd you go to high school, of course. (laughs) Um, Anybody want to kick it off? Cade. 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 I'm Cade. I'm 18. I'm going to Hope College next year. I went to Ladue High School, and something interesting, um, I'm pretty good at ping pong. Mm, I don't know about that. that. My name is Jackson Balsavius. I'm going to uh, Baylor University, and I'm 18 years old. Um, I went to Ladue High School. A fun fact about me is that I'm better at ping pong. Mm. Oh, yeah. Plus, you're interning. And I'm, yeah, and I'm so, summer which intern. Which is an interesting fact. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, I'm Cooper Shin. Um, I'm 18 years old. I'm planning on attending uh, Missouri Baptist. I'm actually committed for soccer there, so woohoo for that. Yep. Uh, I went to Timberland High School, and a fun fact about me is that I am related to George Washington, but only through marriage. Yeah. So, Are you actually? Cool. Yeah. Why did I not have that? <laughs> I don't know. Didn't you go it's upstairs and see the poster? Yeah, did you guys? Oh, you weren't there. Yeah. No. Well, maybe that'll be at his college graduation party. Yeah. All right. So, um, high school. Tell me about high school years in general. How'd you navigate? Think back to like when you first started out as a freshman. How'd you navigate from freshman to senior year? What do you remember about that journey? What were some of the challenges and what were some of the highlights? Um, it could be academic, it could be sports, social, extracurricular, maybe even balancing your time. That high school journey. Anybody want to start us off? I remember freshman year. I don't know about you guys, but I was like extremely immature. And I had to like mature super fast because like I was just so intimidated by the upperclassmen. And like when you're a freshman, it's you still feel like you're in middle school. You're making like dumb jokes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like not... Like, there's a reason upperclassmen make fun of freshmen. Yeah. So I, <laughs> had, yeah, I, I had to adapt to that very fast. As far as academic goes, I feel like freshman year was really easy. But when the jump from freshman to sophomore year was extremely difficult academic-wise. I, I had, agree. like, everyone, a lot of people have something called, like, the sophomore slump. And so the first semester of my sophomore year, I had, like, two C's three B's and the rest were A's, but like I've been straight A's every other semester. So yeah. So what do you attribute that to? 
The sophomore slump? Yeah. Well, one, I would say the classes were definitely a lot harder and the homework went way up. Mm. And I was also just really lazy at this time period mm. in my life. I can remember that, too. Um, on average, how much time do you feel like you spend doing homework? Last year, like senior year, I would say probably two to three hours a night. Okay, fair enough. Well, I did not. I did not spend that much time on homework. I was. In, I would, dude. I was in like four AP classes senior year. So I was I in. To. Okay, so I was in two AP classes senior year, um, and I think I only spent about max an hour. But that's only because I also had like three free, free periods. That's so that's nice. probably a bit of a difference. That is nice. But um, and I also took like I think it was I took AP macroeconomics and. Uh, AP stats and AP stats, we hardly had any homework in AP macros. You just yeah. do it the next day. I didn't so. have any homework in AP stats either. The, I had like an hour of homework every night in AP US history and AP psychology because you mm-hmm. had to read the textbook and take notes on it, and that alone took an hour by itself. So Wait, basically, you don't take those classes. Basically, yeah, do not. <laughs> any AP history class is so much homework, but they are the most fun classes, in my opinion, because you learn the most. Good. So what do you remember about the journey, like freshman year progressing through? Um, I remember uh, like freshman year, like straight off the bat, like I hit the ground running. Like I was, uh, I made some, I would honestly say some decisions. I didn't do drugs or anything like that, mm-hmm. but there were some decisions that I kind of regret doing. Uh, not similar to Jackson, I felt like I kind of got along with a lot of upperclassmen a lot easier, but that's mainly down to because my cousins were both upperclassmen at the time, and I already knew a couple. Yeah. And then with soccer, some a couple of the seniors took me under their wing whenever, uh, especially sophomore year, whenever I uh, swung varsity that year. That was kind of exciting. But um, yeah, freshman year, uh, definitely academically wise, I think that was the one year I struggled the most. It was definitely eye-opening because that's like when your grades start mattering like middle school they say your grades matter but in reality unless you're taking a high school class it doesn't matter but um yeah that's because i did not do well that year and then sophomore year as well it was even worse i didn't uh there's one semester sophomore year where i didn't have a single a and i was very disappointed in that but um so what turned it around for you uh junior year uh i think one thing that sophomore year definitely affected was COVID. Mm-hmm. It was like not being in the classroom, especially second semester. But uh, when I got back in the classroom junior year, it was I kind of was like over the summer and during COVID, I was like, okay, I got to turn this around because I have to get scholarships for college. Uh, my parents wanted me to turn it around. That's kind of a big thing as well. And I personally also wanted to turn it around. So I just kind of started grinding junior and uh, senior year especially. And I did a lot better those two years as to yeah. comparison to two years prior. So. You know what? I forgot about it until you mentioned it, but you guys all experienced COVID mm-hmm. during your, your high school years. Mm-hmm. So um, share that experience in terms of uh, how, how long were you out of the classroom then due to COVID? Um, Timberland was out. We've been, we were out. I think it literally was like March 13th was the day like kind of that's like the day in history where yeah. everyone's it's the Friday at March 13th Friday that uh, went on spring break it didn't yeah, come back yeah exactly <laughs> okay. we were actually supposed to go on spring break the week after but then they said some of there's uh, a couple things like oh we're gonna get an extended spring break and of course everyone's kind of hyped yeah. about that but then that spring break turned into 
quarantine for three, four months. But yeah, it was definitely challenging. The nice thing about it too was even though I did struggle a lot, was that actually our school, Timberland, actually the whole Wentzville School District, decided that grades would not count because it had been tough, which I mean kind of was a blessing. But it's still like, it still was such, it was so different doing all the virtual classes and stuff. I really didn't like it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, for me, like, high school is more of, like, an emotional journey, if that makes sense. Because, like, freshman year, I, like, came in thinking everything was going to be, like, all high school musically. But <laughs> it really <laughs> was. Starts, like, starts dancing at lunch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Start singing. Imagine that. probably be so much better. We'd probably nah. be so popular. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but, like, I just thought, like, everyone would like me and I would get along with a lot of people. But that didn't really work out. Um, so, like. How so? I don't know. It's just, I, I couldn't become, like, friends with people who I thought would, like, take me in and, like, be friends with me, um, which at that time I cared way too much about. Mm. Um, so it, like, got me into, like, a period of, like, sadness or whatever. But, like, the longer and, like, the more time I spend in high school, the more I realized, like, that stuff doesn't matter. So, like, like end junior year, beginning senior year, I just started to, like, not care like way more than I ever had in the past so piece of advice I would um, give I guess is just be true to yourself and don't listen to what other people think because in the end it doesn't matter at all yeah high school popularity is dumb if you're popular in high school that's a bad thing. <laughs> I honestly, I you should not be popular. Only if it's for the wrong reasons. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, because you can be a well-known, like, good person. Yeah, like yeah. I would say, I was like well-known, but like I wouldn't call myself. Popular. I wouldn't call myself popular because yeah. I didn't hang out with that group. Like so. I knew, I kind of knew everyone. Everyone kind of knew me, and I had like that close friend group. But like, I wouldn't call myself popular. So, who are the popular people then? <laughs> the ones that make bad decisions. The ones that, <laughs> yes. In some, yep. in okay. some, the partiers. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's what I would say. Um, so, what did you enjoy the most and what was the biggest challenge in high school? The biggest challenge was finally getting over that hump of like, being like, oh, I don't really care what people think, but like, what was the other one? The most exciting part? Yeah. It could be anything. Maybe academics, maybe like sports-wise, maybe you guys... You know, one class championship or drama you get the lead or well, I wish that happened, but like <laughs> oh well for baseball this year I did see like a lot of progress. Um I was like one of the better players on our team this year and it felt like a lot of the younger guys looked up to me, which was really yeah. cool. Yeah, cool. Um so based on your experience in terms of uh, early on, like in the freshman and sophomore years being shunned maybe by um, other students and then being a senior and having younger kids look, look up to you, um, were you able to use it as as an opportunity, kind of along the lines of what Cooper was saying, to take some of the younger students under under your wing? Uh, I think absolutely. Like, I would never like be mean to someone like that on purpose, just because I know like exactly how it felt because yeah. it happened to me all the time. Yeah. Um. So, I wouldn't say I like went out of my way to be extremely nice, but if I had an opportunity, I would. Yeah. Like, be nice and make the person feel seen. Yeah, fair enough. Jackson, how about you? 
Uh, I would say the most challenging thing was trying to figure out my schedule between sports and homework and sleep yeah. <laughs> and social stuff. Yeah. Um, I would say the most re- rewarding part is pretty similar to Cade's is where I was able to get over the hump of like caring what other people think about me and the type of people I hang out with. Because like I would say junior and senior year, I really tried my hardest to like meet as many people as I wouldn't have before and now they're like all my best friends yeah. so I'm so glad I did that yeah. so what is it that you think helped you to transition from like in your freshman and sophomore year being concerned about maybe being popular or accepted by people to then in your junior and senior years being less worried about less focused on it what was there some sort of turning point well for me uh, that was when my faith became more serious and so I had to isolate myself from that group of people. And then I just knew I could not go back to that group of people after I made the commitment. And it's just something God put on my heart. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, uh, I'll, st- I'll do the rewarding difficulty okay. and then I'll answer the other question. But uh, for difficulty, uh, the most difficult thing definitely was COVID. Like that really threw, mm-hmm. literally like yeah. rod in the wheel, stop the wheels. Yeah full stop everything full breaks all that it just like the junior year at the first the first semester uh we did like hybrid where you would go in person Mm -hmm. for two days two or three days and then you would go online for two or three days just depending on which week it was yeah and that really was difficult because at the same time as well like they didn't do to where it was like uh, junior seniors would go one day sophomores freshmen would go the other it was based on the alphabet so literally you'd have where uh, A through, I think it was like A through L, would get taught in person that day and then you'd be taught at home. And then, uh, I can't remember the alphabet. M through Z. <laughs> M through Z. See, <laughs> 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 yes. M through Z. That's when you've been out of school for <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I've been on summer too APs through summer, year. yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, M through Z, uh, like you'd be you come in the later of the week having to learn the stuff at home and then doing that it just was really and then there were some classes some classes there was where it's like people would do the same thing at home as they would do like at or like people who would be at home for the first two days they would learn the same thing yeah. when they got back from the people who were at school those first two days yeah. but uh my specifically i remember my ap calc uh ab class which is probably the toughest class I've ever taken in college. But, mm. um, yeah, they did where literally where no matter which day you were on, you were expected to be caught up mm. whenever you came back in person. Wow. So that was definitely the biggest difficulty. Uh, for rewarding, though, um, I feel like soccer was definitely just in itself just a reward. I felt like I not only became better as a player, but also became a better as a person because – even though I never was ever uh, designated a captain any of my years, um, I kind of had that, like, leader yeah. feel about, like, people yeah. kind of, like, on the field kind of respecting me because I would st- I started on our C team freshman year, started JV sophomore year. I was kind of a bench player junior year, which is that's kind of the transition year where I would kind of, like, realize where I would be. But then I started uh, senior year, and everyone kind of felt like, respected me especially as those older years especially senior year like a lot of underclassmen looked up to me I felt like and it just felt like kind of good to be like 
you're that role model that people look up to and yeah. people want to be like, yeah. and I just felt really good about it. So what do you attribute that to? Do you attribute it just strictly to age, like you're a junior or a senior, or something more than that, like the, the way that you carried yourself, or was it something that happened naturally, or was it something that you had to be intentional about trying to groom and develop the, the leadership part? Um, I feel like uh, I've been told multiple times I'm kind of just like a natural leader, like mm -hmm. just kind of someone. I'm very kind to people. I don't really try to throw people under the bus. But, um, yeah, I just feel like, I don't know, it just like literally does. It comes naturally to me. Like I, I'm fine with being the leader, but I don't f like want to be the leader because I want to be in control. I want to be the leader because I want to help others grow and make them better. Yeah, it's so. almost like a maturity thing too. Yeah, like you like mature without even realizing. Yeah, as you go through. How about I you two? Would you two classify yourself as leaders? Yeah. I would classify myself not as a leader, but as a silent leader. Oh, fancy right. terms! So, uh, tell me more. What's just that like? I wouldn't get up in front of a group of people and be like, "Yeah, you should do this," but like, I'm more like. I feel like I more lead with like my actions and how I present myself. Yeah. People see what you do. And yeah. Then do it. yeah. Mm -hmm. You know how they say that you're a leader? Is that if people follow you. So it has much more to, much less to do with about you claiming to be a leader, stuff like that. Yeah. And if people actually see the way you, you live your life and admire that, respect that, and uh, follow the example that you're, you're setting, then you are a leader. I have a quick a question. Sure. Is, uh, is the microphone muted? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I didn't want to make sure we were halfway into the interview. And Great the question. <laughs> I just saw the, the red light on the mute button. I was I like, think that yeah. means it's on. It's it's like, right. That's not when good. When it's flashing, that means that it's muted. Okay. okay. Great question. All right. All right. I apologize. We're just like going and all of a sudden it cuts out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's high school in general. Now let's talk about um, your senior year. Well, first of all, um, in high school, what was your favorite subject in school? Ooh. And girls don't count. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yep. That takes, uh, okay. Favorite subjects. Yeah. I don't know. I would say I, I have a favorite subject. I had a favorite class for sure. Yeah. My favorite okay. class was uh, AP Psychology. Yeah. It was a lot of work, <laughs> but it was the most rewarding class. I had the best teacher ever, and I learned a lot about myself and other people huh. so okay very good what class. made your teacher so good um he's like he's just the funniest guy ever <laughs> that's i don't really know how else to put it and we just uh we had a lot in common so i talked to him a ton outside yeah. of the classroom too good cool can i say lunch lunch uh wow. you can yeah Cade, Cade brought him like four lunches a day <laughs> he brought in two lunch boxes and then he'd buy two school lunches. Oh my god, <laughs> that was funny. Well, the lunch and then two lunches were he'd take, he would bring in four lunches and then he would get mad at me if I took one French fry off his plate. <laughs> oh my it's god, bulking season. It's <laughs> bulking. Nothing wrong. Um, I would say I more have had. Well, I have two favorite classes. Okay. Like that, I couldn't put one above the other. Yeah. Um, the first one that I'll say it was a uh, advanced marketing junior year. That was probably like one of the best classes I've ever had. The teacher I had had I had him all four years, but that was like just the peak. It was just such a fun class. We all got along. It was just so fun, and I learned a lot. And I kind of that's also kind of how I figured out what I wanted to do with college, which I won't spoil yet. Yeah, good. but um, 
that class was definitely like what made me decide what I wanted to do for college. Yeah. And then senior year AP statistics, that class was just so fun. Mm. Like everyone in there, like we all just kind of, there's a time for seriousness and a time yeah. for fun. And yep. we both, we took both those seriously. Yeah. I guess you could say, oh, but, cool. um, yeah, those were my two classes that I would say that I enjoyed the most. Yeah. I would agree with Jackson though. Take psychology. Like I turned in my form late, so I got like randomly signed up for it, but <laughs> it was cool. Because I really liked it, and I, like, wasn't interested in it at all, but then it was just... Yeah, like, I, I didn't take psychology, but I've heard... Lame. Well, I've heard a lot of people enjoy psychology yeah, and enjoy the it's class. Very interesting. Regardless if you're going into psychology mm-hmm. or field or anything like that. Um, so, again, in terms of high school, what's the big fad or trend in high school these days? Or are there any? Back in my days, it used to be things, depending upon what group you're a part of, could have been, like, tie-dyed shirts, uh, muscle cars, mullet hair... Cuts. Yes. Oh, That's right now. It's coming back. Hey, the mullet's coming right. back. Mullet is coming back. <laughs> That's true. Oh my gosh. I would say trends. Okay. So for my style, low key. Okay, but like, don't listen to this. His style is bad. All right, continue. <laughs> you wear the shorter shorts. <laughs> yeah. But okay. Then you wear like a bigger t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely. Okay. That's okay. definitely I mean, the that's trend. Like, yeah. well, shorter that's like a shorts. Big style. Bigger yeah. shirt, for sure. I agree. And the winter, I feel like everyone wears hoodies every single day. Yep. Hoodies, hoodies with the, um, what the, are they called? The, the drawstrings hanging no, down? No, 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 no. The, the, uh, oh my gosh. What lumberjacks wear? Oh, flannels. Oh, flannels. flannels yeah. yeah. These hoodies yeah. and flannels during the summer. And Dude, the those are so annoying. He said what lumberjacks wear. <laughs> Dude, I can't remember. We all, we all instantly knew what he was talking I about. I couldn't though. remember. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was definitely, especially during the winter time or even during the fall, like once it started cooling off, that was something that a lot of people started wearing. Yeah. Was that. Not me. Yeah. Oh, okay. I I was actually on the trend before it was a trend. Oh. I, was, I started sophomore year, center, yeah, and then right. senior year came and everyone else was doing it. I was like, this is dumb. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> So let's talk now about your senior year. What do you enjoy the most about being a senior? Can be anything from like some of the other things we've talked about, like sports, academics. Could be other things, maybe like independence, your accomplishments, uh, maybe looking forward to the next season of life. And as a senior, what's your biggest challenge about being a senior? Is there any sort of anxiety or uncertainty about the future? Are everyone's expectations on you? So again, senior year, positives and negatives, highs and lows. I really liked the amount of responsibility that got put on me this year. Huh? Like, a lot of people year? hate it, yeah. but I thought it was really refreshing because um, this year my parents like kind of removed a curfew for me Yeah. as long as it's like a reasonable time, yeah. which I think is nice mm-hmm. because... I, like, learn lessons in itself. Like, if I come home late, I'll just be super tired the next day. But, like, yeah. that's on me, and, like, that's my fault. Um, then for... So that was a positive. I also really liked... I don't know. the feel Like, the feeling that I could, like, help younger students without even, like, talking to them directly. Yeah. Feels nice. Yeah. Um, for a negative, I just feel like... Sometimes the younger kids were really annoying. <laughs> just, just like Jackson was saying, like there's just a lack of maturity, and I don't feel like I can relate to them as much. I agree. Do you ever see yourself sometimes in those younger kids when they're obnoxious and annoying? Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You don't? I didn't think don't? so. I, I mean, totally I do. I 100% do. Yes. I mean, 
I'm not gonna lie. So I still kind of act like a freshman. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. maybe I do too, but not at Don't. school. Yeah, that's not true. at school. That's true. That's you true. You could only do it with your friends. That's only with true. the boys. That's right. That's true. <laughs> um, one throws a table into the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, one positive thing, or well, something I think that is good as being a senior is I felt like I got a lot more freedom both in school and out of school. Like. A lot of teachers kind of weren't as, I felt like, hard on me as they were in past years. Like, even teachers I had, uh, Mm. uh, like, previous years, they weren't as hard on me. And classes normally were a bit less, they were a bit more lenient with stuff just because they know, like, um, I don't know. It's your senior year. it's your senior year. You're about to go to college anyway. Why make it worse for you? Yeah. But also, like, a freedom, like, out of school, like, Kate's similar said, like, my parents kind of granted me more of, like, kind of can do what I want but I mean obviously like I can't do everything I want but like I can stay out later I can kind of just go where I want as long as I don't get in danger and it's like somewhere I'm not supposed to be it just kind of felt felt nice to have that freedom but uh, along with that freedom I felt like there's also like expectations expect like expected of me like I'm expected to follow the rules even when no one's uh, looking having integrity and stuff like that like Making sure I get everything done on my own because uh, literally starting in a couple months, I am going to have to do almost everything on my own. have to start paying bills, taking myself everywhere I need to go, paying just for stuff in general. Like That's just kind of something I felt like um, senior year that would kind of, you get the freedom, but you also get the expectations that come with that freedom in order to keep that freedom. Do you guys know how to do your own laundry? Yep. Yeah, yeah I've been doing my laundry for like okay. years. I've also. My right. parents both taught me. What an okay. answer from Cooper, though. Like, yeah. oh, there you go. Thanks, Kate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, my favorite part about senior year, I went in with the mentality that it's my last year of high school, and I'm probably gonna remember it, so I might as well just kind of do whatever I wanted to do. <laughs> like at the football, <laughs> at the at the football games, I would like. Uh, paint myself from like head to oh. toe i was like a super <laughs> fan and Cade would not do it with me but it backfired on him because we were like the biggest deal ever it was pretty fun do you have any uh, pictures of that i do i part i did i did i had a flag <laughs> and then i put it down on the ground and everyone parted it was the coolest thing ever especially because like all the popular kids were like thinking i was cool now i mean like i didn't care about that but i was like yeah, you I was like, I was like, I was like, feeling I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm still cool, yeah. <laughs> even though I don't do what you guys do. No. Um, my least favorite part was that <laughs> probably dealing with the popular kids, honestly, because like <laughs> senior year they're like starting to become like little frat boys and they think yeah. they're like the stuff, and that was just so annoying. I hated just like seeing them every day. Yeah, that was annoying. Okay, so. Before we get off of high school, let's talk about dating. Uh, dating while you're high school. Don't ask me about this. Well, <laughs> what I am, is it a good idea or not? Why or why not? And what have you observed personally about dating in high school, either by dating yourself or through observing your friends who date? I feel like Kate should start off this one. Yeah, right. Kate, Kate had the biggest relationship. Okay. I don't think it's a terrible idea. You just have to um, be willing like you, like both people just have to be willing to communicate 
and like like what you kind of want out of your relationship make sure you like set boundaries and do all of that so nothing happens that you like wouldn't want and how easy is that to do in high school it's way harder than you'd think but I feel like having that conversation can just bond two people together way more so and there's you, just like a trust that's built up with that conversation yeah. too. Are you currently dating anybody? No. Okay. Uh, are we all single? I think we all are. Single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, we're all going to college, so it makes yeah. sense. Like, you don't want to be dating someone a month before you leave for college. Yeah. But then I say that, and I've been single for like two years. <laughs> um, boy. Any thoughts from either one of you two? Either again, based my, on my personal my experience, experience or from observing. Yeah, from my experience. I'm I'm very picky, but like. My experience is that it's hard to find someone in high school, especially for me, because I feel like even though I was super immature freshman year, by the time I was a junior, I was like way more mature than other juniors and seniors. It was hard for me to find someone that was like matched on, your energy on the same level as me, I guess, yeah, yeah. like maturity wise uh-huh. and that prioritized what I prioritized. Like, it's just hard to find someone yeah, like that. Like, a lot of people in high school are, like, still trying to figure out, like, who they are and what they want, I guess. Yeah, and I kind of, like, I kind of... I already had mine figured out. Yeah. So it's, like, frustrating when no one else can, like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame them for that, but it's just, like, frustrating for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. I would say if you were dating before senior year, I wouldn't recommend dating during senior year, only because you already have, like, a longer relationship so you already have that like built up before going to college kind of but i'm not saying also don't date at all senior year because maybe you find someone who you're like you really connect with and you're like yeah i'm willing to go all the way with this person that's if that's you then cool but um i just think you should also guard your heart at the same time like don't go for someone that you know you're just kind of if you're just doing it just for looks or just to literally just to date someone, I would not recommend it at all, especially senior year. And especially towards the end of the year as well, because you're literally, you are about to go to college, you're gonna meet so many more new people. I would just recommend that you just honestly, unless you were already dating before senior year, just don't date your senior year. So how tempting is it to date just to date, as opposed to saying, you know what, um, even though I like girls, I'm going to hold off. I'm going to wait until I'm in college or out of college before I then get serious about dating. For me, I thought it was pretty easy, but that's like, I know a lot of people struggle with that. But for me, it was pretty easy because I already knew what I want and I was not going to let someone else get in the way of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say actually like earlier years of high school, like freshman year, it was definitely a lot harder than it was now like I can definitely self-control and everything like that and I even actually uh and around I think it was like February or January I actually like kind of like declared like for myself that I wouldn't like I would make sure that I didn't date someone before college just because I didn't want to go into college and have it ruined like think I got this whole thing and then it get ruined before college and then I go into college already kind of negative so that was just, that's my kind of thought yeah, on that. Good. Yeah. Your thoughts? Um, I like what Cooper said. Yeah. For me, it's pretty much the same. Except, I don't know. I'm just, I feel like I'm just so ready to find that person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You've been looking all over Snapchat for We gotta add a little comedy to the podcast. Oh, he's done him dirty. Anyway. It's okay, they don't know what it means, so so on, <laughs> so on that note, we'll transition to college. Yeah, I like that. Oh, <laughs> college time. Tell me about the journey to pick a college. What was that like? Um, what did you like about the process and what didn't you like? And how did you finally end up picking the college that you picked? Okay. So for me, um, before I even did any searching for college, my dad recommended, I just write out like three to four like details of things that I want from a school. Um, Good. So I did that. I said I wanted a smaller Christian school that had like a chapel on campus um, with like dorms and housing on campus. Um, So I did that and uh, narrowed my, it like narrowed my search down a lot. So it made choosing easier and I got an opportunity to play baseball there too. So that's just an added bonus. Yeah. Good. How many college campus visits did you go on i only went on two one two okay um actually three but and i only applied to two schools gotcha okay um for me i liked just like figuring out where i was gonna be i guess i thought the whole process was pretty exciting but it was also extremely stressful like just waiting for your email to update, like, did I get in or not? Uh, for me... Did you always know you wanted to go to Baylor? I always knew I wanted to okay. go to Baylor. I thought I would probably get accepted, but I didn't know if I was going to get a scholarship big enough to go, and thankfully I did. Um, so that's another one of my questions, is how important is scholarship money to the school that you're going to attend? So For me, yeah. it was very important because Baylor is like stupidly expensive (laughs) so it was a pretty big deal for that but i honestly like i did not i was i did not think i was going to get the money to be completely honest i was going with the mindset that i was going to have to go to one of my backup schools so i went on a ton of like campus tours there and that really helped me narrow down what my backup option would have been so getting on campus is really important before you decide where you're going to go yeah yeah, good. So I started my kind of college, I guess, journey actually back sophomore year because with COVID, how it goes back to COVID. But um, like, because we had all that free time, that's yeah. kind of I just kind of like started just looking, and I already had a couple that I wanted to go to, that I was like, yeah, I'll just apply here just because why not. But um, I've actually out of all those colleges, I've only applied to one school, and that was mm-hmm. Missouri Baptist. But um. So, sophomore year, it was mainly just kind of just looking around, just seeing what there is. Junior year was kind of the year where I kind of made the, like, started making decisions like, okay, do I want to go to a big school? Do I want to go to small? Do I want to go public? Do I want to go private? And it kind of just started narrowing it down. And I got it down uh, for senior year. Uh, I narrowed it down to about, I think it was, I got to Missouri Baptist, Southwest Baptist, Baylor. Yeah! <laughs> Baylor! And, um, yeah, I think it was just those. Those, those are were, funny because those, those are all three Baptist schools. Yeah, those are all, those are my top three schools. <laughs> no, are you, are you I mean, Baptist? <laughs> what? No, I'm not Baptist. Wait, are you also related to John the Baptist? Whoa! George Washington. <laughs> George Washington and John the Baptist. Imagine that. No, it's kind of just like, I did want to go to a school that did have, like, I guess, 
at the basis Christian beliefs yeah, just because sure. I mean yeah, it makes it more comfortable for me yeah. so that also kind of also decided that I would go to private instead of public yeah. um, initially I didn't really care if it was in state or out of state but then starting to look at kind of tuition like Jackson said yeah. Baylor was almost kind of cut <laughs> of the three it was kind of cut out pretty early because of and not only is it out of state so I would have to be guaranteed to live on campus but it also is just pretty expensive. So then I got it down to Missouri Baptist and Southwest Baptist. And I contacted, uh, they both had soccer, so that was a positive thing. They both were Christian schools. They both were private. Uh, I would have had to live on campus at Southwest Baptist. I did not have to live on campus on Missouri Baptist because I live close enough to where I can uh, commute. commute. Yep. So um, that's kind of, I got it down to those two. Uh, talked to both co- talk to both coaches I like both coaches. And then Missouri Baptist basically said that if I I would get an athletic scholarship no matter what. And I was like, whoa, okay, hold on. Yeah, That's pretty cool yeah. because I hadn't heard anything from Southwest Baptist about that. And yeah. I'm like, okay, so I continued talking with MOBAP about athletics. And then I got into the honors program with that too. And that also has a little bit mm-hmm. of a scholarship Good. with that. And I actually also qualified for, like, the big scholarship, which was uh, the high scholarship, which was uh, full tuition coverage. And I was like, okay, well, if I can commute, then, like, if I can commute and get this full tuition college, I would basically, hypothetically speaking, be going to college for free minus gas money. Which I was like, okay, that's yeah, that pretty cool. Free, you know? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gas, especially free. gas is not free. Gas is definitely not free. But yeah, so that basically was like, okay, well, and this at this point it was like January, and I was like, okay, I kind of got to make a decision. I had already told the Mobat coach, I was like, okay, I'll play if you, if I go to Mobat, will I play? And he said, yeah, you'd be on the team. Yeah. So I was like, okay, and that was kind of. The deciding factor was also athletics. Was like I was like, all right, Mobap. I signed with. Uh, I don't know, remember when I made my verbal commitment to Mobap, but I signed with them. I th- think it was in February, officially. I had the full trustee scholarship. Sadly, I didn't get it, but I still had the athletic scholarship to bounce back on. Because with Mobap, so since they're an NAIA school, mm-hmm. you can't combine athletic uh, and academic, gotcha. which kind of is a bummer. But, um, yeah, and it actually, I got with the honors program, got the scholarship for that. And then during, actually, during the full trustee process, they actually s- said that I would be a very good RA. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, then I can just go live on campus for free yeah. if I want to next year. Yeah. So that was kind of my whole college decision journey. Yeah. So now yeah. I'm kind of, I'm set for cool. MOBAP. Very cool. <clears throat> Woo. Yeah. Um. So I want to pivot, or seemingly pivot, and talk about a different topic. Your faith. We've been talking about schools at this point, but now I want to talk about faith. Tell me about your faith in your own words. What does your faith mean to you, and how does it play a role in your life? In particular, how has your faith played a role or impacted your high school years? Has it helped, hurt, or not sure? Well, well I think you got to think about, like, context of help or hurt i mean long run it definitely helps um at first i wanted to just be like popular so at first faith definitely hurt me but once i realized once i matured in my faith i knew that popularity is kind of dumb 
So it actually ended up helping in the long run. Uh, for me, faith is like everything to me. It's all my decisions are based off of that, and it's pretty much just my identity at this point. So, um, I would say that uh, my faith has definitely uh, grown a lot. Especially uh, high school has been a big factor for that. Um, I kind of started becoming friends with people that were also kind of Christians, even if they weren't like as like in as far as in their faith journey as I was, or maybe they were even further than me in their faith journey. But like, I still kind of wanted to be surrounded by, I guess you could say God's people. Cause then it felt like kind of easier for me to be able to connect with him and that kind of sort. It also has like even affected like decisions on like, even like music I listen to. Like I used to listen to like rap music, but now I kind of, turn towards like christian rap music because it's yeah, me too it's basically this it's literally some depending on what you listen to it's almost like the same beats same stuff except the message is different instead yeah. of talking about sex drugs money yeah. right. <laughs> now you're talking about praising god yeah, amen. growing amen. in life yeah. all that stuff it's just like much more positive yeah. and some of the songs are even more fun too and it's not just yeah. hearing the same old same old over and over again yeah. so faith has definitely been i think I don't think there's ever been a time where faith has been negative impacted on me. Normally, I'd either have no impact or a positive impact. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, for me, in the times that I felt the most hurt in high school, I feel like my faith um, at that point was almost fake. Like I would put on a face and I would go to church because that's what my parents wanted me to do but I didn't internalize that that was what I needed to be doing. So I just kind of went through the motions and that's, that was the hardest, that was when I was having the hardest time, which is kind of weird that it like directly translates to that because um, like this year and last year I've actually enjoyed high school um, because like the previous years I just hated it. Um, but like my faith has gotten so much stronger and I have been trying to like show other people who Jesus is, like, through my actions and, like, even sparking conversations about it with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's been the biggest challenge to your faith during high school? Uh, maybe it could be something as simple as sharing it, pressure to conform to other people's views, um, or maybe kind of along the lines of what you're saying, you go through a season where you, you just question it. Is, is my faith real? Is everything that I've been taught about Jesus and God, is all that stuff real or not? So. I've gone through multiple seasons like that. Um, existential crisis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> existential crisis. Yeah, I've definitely had those in high school. Um, I would say the hardest part for me was like, the high school me and Cade went to did not have that many followers that were serious about it. There was like, our, our school is like known for being predominantly Jewish and atheist. And the hard part was like, I mean, not saying that like Christians are always conservative, but it was, they were just like overly liberal with everything. And it was just like really hard to, like I would just, to I not like, conform to it, but also to yeah. just like, be surrounded in that environment all day. It's like I would even get like looked at weird just because people like knew it because I wasn't afraid to tell people. Yeah, I same. don't know. I just felt like I got treated different sometimes because people are like, "Oh, you can't, you can't say this stuff around him because he's a Christian." Like, like, dude, that's messed up. Like, 
I don't know. <laughs> it, was just, it, it was just weird how I got treated different at school um, because of it. But yeah. I don't With know. Timberland, it's kind of almost like, I feel like it's kind of almost the opposite. Like a lot of people were kind of accepting no matter if you were a Christian or not. Or Well, because Timberland's a public school. But like even if you're Christian, if you're Jewish, if you're Buddhist, if you're Muslim, like no one really kind of cared. Like in the sense that like they'd be like, oh, don't talk to this person. He's Muslim. Don't talk to this person. He's Christian. Everyone kind of either like just like just didn't care or were like, either went out or like went out of the way to like meet those people and become friends with them like i think i've been kind of lucky with that like with my school because i kind of fell into a group of friends that were at least accepting even if not all of them are christians like they were very accepting and it was kind of just easy to almost like an almost opposite experience of what kate and jackson had in high school with their faith it was just kind of a lot easier in that kind of sense yeah, demographics are big, too. Yeah. Like, the demographic difference between Ladue and Timberland is major. Yeah, because you got Ladue's in... I'm, I'm thankful for having living up in that environment, though, because now, like... I mean, that's, like... Ladue was, like, the extreme end of the non-Christian environment, in my opinion, so now I feel like I'm pretty much prepared to take on the world. <laughs> yeah, that's the same with me. But, like, for me... Like, the hardest part of my faith, I don't know. I, like, struggle with um, just feeling like a failure every time I mess up. So, like, whenever I do get into, like, temptation or whatever, I just beat myself up for it. Like, that's been the hardest part for me, just, I don't know. Like, obviously, you want to try and prevent it, but even just, like, realizing it's going to happen and, like, you have to move past it is, it's been the biggest challenge for me. Yeah. Because I just, like, feel so guilty and feel bad about it. Yeah, that's that's big for me, too. But, like, what I've been told is just, like, the shame that you feel after stuff like that is just, like, the enemy talking to you. That doesn't come from God. God just mm-hmm. wants you to come right back to him. Yeah, that's why he's forgiving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just for quick reference, just so, like, people can also know. Isn't Ladue, isn't it, like, how far into St. Louis County is it? It's... It's, like... So like right on the edge of the city almost. It's pretty it's like the wealthiest part of St. Louis, St. Louis area pretty much. Yeah. But it has like the wealthiest and the poorest cuz it has, yeah, that's it goes true. Into it, as well. It has both. Mm-hmm. But we both would not go to Ladue cuz our our parents work for Ladue. We would go to like Parkway West. I'd go to West and you'd go to Central. I'd go to Central. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would not go okay. to Ladue. So we're not like that wealthy. I <laughs> <laughs> don't want to say anything. But, no, but like, yeah, Ladue, Ladue was like, Ladue was like super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tade's right. It has like, it's kind of odd that it also has like really poor areas of it too. Like yeah. right Timberland, outside So it. Timberland, where it's based at, is like, Timberland is kind of almost like, if you go five minutes more west, you're in like Lincoln County. Like we are on like the far side of uh, St. Charles County. It's a lot of suburban and like there's kind of, there's some wealthier neighborhoods, but there is, I wouldn't say there really is like a poor part of where like Wentzville is at. Like Wentzville's art is a growing city and mm-hmm. it's getting more popular by each day. Yeah, how's the traffic people. there, by the way? Oh my gosh. It, like <laughs> it's slowly, slowly getting it's, worse. Yeah, it's bad. Wentzville Parkway, which is like the main part of Wentzville, where like they've got all like the shops and restaurants and whatnot. It's just because they were not expecting it to grow like no, that. No, and it's like like so it's a crazy out in uh, like 
well, in St. Charles County in general, but also by like Wentzville specifically. So I'm trying to, we're trying to move, my family's trying to move. It's definitely a seller's market right now. Like if you put your house up for sale, it's guaranteed to go probably pretty over, probably like. Then of course the problem on, is buying a house. See, that's that the thing too. is because we can't buy a house because they're, everything's going for over the listing price and it's also going like four or five days. So it's definitely like, it's much, it's just a kind of almost such a different demographic it's than what the game is. Buying a house right now. Yeah. yeah. It really is. But yeah. So how has being part of a youth group and being part of a healthy church impacted your high school journey? And who is your biggest spiritual mentor or spiritual encourager or spiritual cheerleader in your life these days? So for me, youth group showed me who my real friends were because at school <laughs> at school uh i thought all these people were my friends but they wouldn't treat me like like i was their friend but then i come to church and like it's like one of the places like i, t- I tell everybody this all the time it's like one of the places i feel like i could actually like be myself because yeah, yeah. people just are so kind here and just like me for who I am and then mm-hmm. a big mentor I just I'm I gotta say Paul yeah that's <laughs> no, what I was gonna say I was gonna say we're, all gonna, we're all gonna Dude. say Paul yeah. <laughs> yeah he just he's been with us since seventh grade um I've gotten to know I've gotten to know him really well we've had great conversations together and he just he just does a really good job of keeping yeah. me on track I yeah. agree of Paul's looking ahead to where I should be Paul's good good, good. Yeah, the youth group for me has been, like, my rock. Basically, like, Cade, like, where I know I can come and just be myself. Um, It's nice to have a place where you can just come and talk about things that I wouldn't talk about really anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. definitely the best part about it. And it's like everyone understands you, too. Yeah. Um, My biggest mentor is Paul. Paul. (laughs) He's just... So wise. I mean, if I ask him any question, he's just like, he has an answer like that. Like, I don't it, a understand. A lot of times, it. it's always like Bible based too. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like you like you just like scripture like, passage. He just knows the Bible. I'm like from Ecclesiastes. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, how do you know all this stuff? And he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, um, I would say uh, definitely more recently, youth group has become much more bigger part of my life. Like even just senior year, like. At school, I would say I only have, like, actual, like, true best friends like that. I'd probably only say I have maybe two or three. But, like, here, like, I hang out, even these guys, like, they live 35, 40 minutes away from me. I hang out with them more than I do with, like, my school friends. And it's just kind of, like, it is, it's just safer. It just almost feels, like, more safer and more welcoming because you're not scared. Like, we're not scared to talk about. Yeah. Like, we we could literally talk about anything and just not be scared. We're also... Way goofier too. That's I would true. Other friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just feel like it's just that comfort level that <laughs> yeah. you can just kind of be goofy and funny. Yeah. And Where's my hoop? <laughs> Did he say super? So oh, that's so funny. Yeah. But yeah. We gotta. We actually. I don't know if we can show you that TikTok. Um, it's it's just, it's really some funny. of it needs to be censored. Okay. Oh. It's just it's really funny though. But um, it was just so goofy. Yeah, it's just it's youth group. I just feel like has been definitely just. It's just a breath of fresh air yeah. compared, like, it's, 
almost an escape from the real real world as well as also like it helps you to grow for the real world yeah. mm-hmm. it's just such a like I, just, I love youth group i would i wouldn't yeah. trade these guys for anything honestly. yeah and it like shows you how to have fun the right way yeah. exactly yeah. i agree yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, for anybody who thinks that like Christians are dull and boring, all they'd have to do is show up. Like all you got to do is come here and play me in nine square. You there will, you go. That's the best. I mean, you'll destroy him, but like <laughs> destroy him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just spike on the music. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so as we begin to wind things down, what's your favorite thing about your current season of life? It could either be something school related or something that isn't school related. Maybe a milestone like prom, going with your sweetheart to prom. Take it. Maybe you're the only one who did that, Kate. Um, no. No. <laughs> they, broke, they broke up for that. Or it could be a sense of maybe accomplishment or independence or excitement about your future. What's your favorite thing about this season of life? And then obviously the flip on that's going to be what's your least favorite or most challenging thing about this season of life? Okay, I'll go first. I have a lot to say about this. I'll go second. Oh, dang. Jeez. <laughs> All right, take fine. the L. Uh, no, right now, my most exciting thing is this internship that I'm doing right now because I'm trying to figure out what I want to do in college. Um, and I feel like this is pretty much already solidified that I'm going to do theology in college. Um, I would say the most challenging part is like, I'm just like so anxious for college. Like I feel like I like I know I'm prepared, but I'm like so scared at the same time because I'm moving like halfway across the country, yeah. and I don't know anyone going there. I don't know what people are going to be like. Yeah. But I mean, it's like it's such an odd mix of excitement and fear. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I definitely agree with Jackson. Like for me, um, the most exciting part of it is like. I'm just lost. <laughs> I'm just like so excited to go. I just want to go now if I could. Um, but like, you're just gonna leave us? You would just leave right now? Hey, I'm I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> the scary part, the scary part is obviously leaving everything I have here behind. Cause like I've been like my school is small, and I've been like looking into like people going and stuff and from what i've seen so far i'm the only person from missouri mm. wow in like That's where crazy. is hope college located it's in holland michigan okay so it's like the s- southwest corner okay on the lake Chicago. that's gonna be cold you are not nah, the lake the lake don't the lake doesn't make it that cold mm. oh. chicago's colder okay chicago's right. also chicago though, so but yeah um Oh my gosh, I just totally forgot. What's the question again? <laughs> In terms of like this season of life, what's kind of like thing that you're most excited oh, about? Yeah. And then the biggest challenge. Yeah. Uh, I'm most excited for kind of the freedom part of it. And also with um, specifically for me, soccer, I'm really excited for college, soccer and stuff. Like I've been doing a little summer, we had, we put together a little summer team of people from MOBAP and it's kind of like, I've already, even though I've maybe we've only had a few games together like i just already feel like i'm I'm gonna have just a blast and missouri baptist as well is also uh it's similar in size it's only a little bit bigger than actually like timberland like the undergrad count 
is this is almost the same as uh, Timberland's student population. Mm. So I feel like it's going to be, like, opposite of these guys. Like, I feel like, or I already know a few people that are going to Missouri Baptist. And I'm also only commuting, so I'm still going to be, like, I can still be friends with people who are also staying more local, like, even if they're just going to St. Louis community or St. Charles community. Like, I could still feel very comfortable, like, not having to worry about that anxiety of basically going into a brand new world. I'm still going into a new world, but instead of it being brand new completely, it's like I still know I know the area pretty well I know people that are going to be going to my college but on the flip side uh, even though I won't have that anxiety I'm more honestly worried about the money side of things because I personally even though my parents have offered like yeah we want to help you pay for college and everything I feel like it's kind of my responsibility since I am the person going to college I want to be the person that like has to pay for the college So that's kind of, I'm a little bit worried about person, like just the financial side of things, yeah. but that's just, yeah. that's well, just because I of how I respect that. Um, Jackson reminded me, how could I have forgotten this, but what do you plan to major on <laughs> in college and what's your ideal future job? If you could really do whatever you want to do, what would it be? Okay. I'll start us off, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Professional um, baseball player. <laughs> Cade is going to go to Hope College for one year and then he's transferring to Baylor to be on the baseball team wow. and then Cooper will also be transferring for soccer <laughs> and they will <laughs> oh. Cooper We're is good. going to magically become really good at basketball and then transfer <laughs> <laughs> and then transfer <laughs> oh that would be insane you should see this guy play basketball <laughs> oh dude no it's bad, bad. alright well yeah. I want to major in statistics um like these other Guys, I also took AP stats in college. I mean, in high school, <laughs> and really liked it. Um, my ideal job, I want to be like a stat guy for a pro sports team. Yeah. He just, wants to be the guy on ESPN that makes up random stats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you see the one um, today where it's like Vlad, uh, Vladimir Guerrero uh, Senior and Vladimir Guerrero Junior? After like 403 games, they both had 87 home runs. And a 363 on base percentage. Okay, but have you seen the stat where it's like this basketball player is like hasn't seen his dad since 1997? (laughs) Who says like that's so bad? That's made up. That's not made up. That was all the TV program. (laughs) That has to be made up. That's like who came up with that? They need to be fired. (laughs) See more stats. Like I said, I think I'm gonna major in theology. My ideal job would be the head pastor. Of a, of a nice big church, probably. Uh, I would also like to be an author, too, like writing books about what I'm learning and so preaching sounds about. like you're yeah. going to be Greg, not going to lie. I want to yeah. be Greg, but like... <laughs> Better? I don't know. Like, I, I want to be Greg, but like, I want to be Jackson. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I want to be me. You want to be the Jackson. <laughs> Jackson, not be Greg. Yeah, Greg, um, if you're listening to this somehow, I'm um, coming for your job. Shots <laughs> fired. Oh! <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Wow. Um, okay, so like I've said, uh, I'm going to Missouri Baptist. I plan on majoring in marketing. Uh, with that, actually, I will also automatically get a minor in business administration because of the classes I'll be taking. Uh, I really want to get a job in either sport being the head sports marketer for like a soccer team or be on like the coaching staff or even coaching like a professional soccer team like that's like peak i just want to stay honestly 
I would honestly just want to stay involved with sports because I really love. I mean, yeah. soccer. I would be over the moon with if I could stay involved with soccer and the sports and the job or anything. But like, even I wouldn't mind doing like being a head marketer for a, like a basketball team, like maybe doing like the Bucks or something like that. Yeah. Or yeah, even like college sports too. Yeah. Honestly, like it just I just want to stay involved with sports, yeah. but on like a marketing business side of yeah. things because I just love. I love marketing and business and all that. So well, we're getting the new soccer franchise here. Yeah, so I'm really hyped so. about that. I actually yeah. plan on trying to get an internship there. That'd be a good so. idea. I will. I'm yep. planning on trying out for the team. So oh yeah, soccer team. Mm-hmm. Oh I yeah, I didn't we're realize like, you're that good at soccer. Oh, I'm not. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, you can try out. It's just yeah, you won't make it. You'll see. But yeah, I, I think he's got a shot. I don't know. I mean, you be just goalkeeper. Kick, I mean, you just kick the ball. Like, how hard can it be? Just be a goalkeeper. Like, yeah. just kick the ball and run after it. Yeah, that's easy. So, if there's one thing that you could change or tweak or improve upon, what would that be? With high school, it could be either just high school general. or the seasonal line. Oh, it could be like myself. I would. I just wish I would have prioritized faith faster. That's my only tweak. I don't want to like change anything else I guess mm-hmm. I'm similar with Jackson I wish I just put faith first a lot earlier in my life because I feel like it would have made a lot of things especially like high school like even I had been I'd been a regular at uh, the crossing specifically since like third grade yeah like I came up through the youth cross or the kids crossing into youth crossing but I never really put faith I feel like faith first up until like junior senior year. Yeah. And I feel like that would have just helped a lot more with those earlier years of high school and even then, like, middle school. I just wish that yeah. I put faith first. Well, hang on to that because I'm sure you're going to have the opportunity to mentor or witness to other people in the future. So hang on to that, Doug. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I just wish I prioritized the important things first. Um, sometimes I just fall out of that and do what I want to do subconsciously um, rather than whether it's like I don't know maybe even something dumb like like sitting on my phone when I'm like hanging out with my family when they're like in town for like yeah the one or two times a year they yeah, do it like mm-hmm. just prioritize what matters yeah um, and what does matter what what does matter ooh uh, <laughs> you're Faith, uh, the people you hold close to yourself, they matter a lot, um, and they can influence you in a lot of different ways, so it's important you select those people and make them who you want them to be, and make them feel like, make them feel seen and make them feel valued for being that person for you. Mm-hmm. You kind of mentioned this. This is a little bit off the wall. But what's the go-to form of social media these days? Does anybody still have a MySpace account? No, MySpace. I'm pretty sure it's like okay. <coughs> been kicked off. I, that I haven't got many likes or I'm slowly um, starting to hate social my MySpace media so much. Yeah, I do feel like though. I think the most prominent, especially for people our age, is Snapchat. Okay, that's definitely Snapchat, and Snapchat, Instagram, Instagram TikTok. Okay. Yeah, those three are the big ones. Yep. Yeah, that's like the big three. I'm yeah. starting to hate them so much, though. To be yeah. honest, they just like. Totally skew reality. <laughs> I like, agree. It's just they, so it's a lot of probably do. It's a lot of propaganda so almost. Dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's just like a lot of this is like negative too. Like it just makes you feel bad about yourself. 
I like I've been yeah. the past like few months I've just been trying to like limit like so many minutes on those platforms a day and it's like it's already like helped so much good so I think yeah. it's good first of all to realize that and yeah taking all taking action um, so kind of part of the reason for this whole podcast is that to me like uh, technology is neither good nor bad it's how it gets used and so we know there's a lot of ways that technology gets used in bad ways and in good ways and so this is just one way to be able to share your all story with the potential that what if just one person hears it and it, you have the opportunity to plant a seed with somebody that not only impacts their day not only impacts their life but what if you could plant a seed with somebody that could ultimately impact their eternity would that'd it be, be worth sick. it yeah, yeah. that would yeah, be, so <laughs> be worth it yeah Love and that. so that's technology um, all right Last question. Any advice that you'd like to share to our listeners about either high school or your current seasonal vibe? Here's your opportunity to offer advice. Make God number one. I agree. Amen. Amen. That's That's the end of the podcast. No. Um, um, I would say that for sure. Um, Mental health, I would say is huge like i've been i've been doing counseling for like a year now and i was so scared to do it just because like one i mean i just i felt like weak having to go to counseling i didn't Mm -hmm. want to admit it that i needed it or like really just even if you're not struggling with mental health or mental health like counseling is so good for you anyways yeah i would definitely look into that that's been like that's changed my life forever um, and then just like soak it all in I guess if you're in high school like just try to be I know it's like it, it feels like it sucks all the time but just try to like be optimistic about it and like use it as a chance to grow yep. find something good in every day yeah there you go <clears throat> find a way that you can make someone's day every day mm-hmm. and you'll have a lot better experience I would say don't care about popularity does not matter after high school. Like, it literally doesn't. Uh, don't be influenced by people that you shouldn't be in. That you don't like. If you're gonna be influenced by someone, let it be someone that means something. Like it'd be your parents, your mm-hmm. close close friends, mm-hmm. or like even your pastor mm-hmm. or your small group leader. Mm-hmm. Let that be your influence for you, and just take each day a step at a time because every single day will never be the best day of your life. And every single day won't be the worst day of your life. You're always going to have ups and downs no matter what. And I would just say take each day one step at a time. Yeah. And then I would say lastly, just don't be afraid to let go of the things that are pulling you away from your goals and faith. Cool. Also, if you're a freshman, neon clothes aren't cool anymore. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's 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 what I want to end on. So, Alide, I've got one more question. Oh, what would you like to say to the people who have loved you, supported you, and encouraged you over the past eighteen years? Jesus. Thank you for your patience. I know we have been a big pain in the butt. <laughs> Hopefully, it was worth it. I want to thank a lot of the people who have especially helped me on my faith journey. They've been probably the biggest impacts. Even you, Rob, you've impacted me a lot. Jackson and Kate have impacted me a lot. Small group leaders impacted me a lot. 
my parents definitely have yeah. helped me with my faith a lot even my brother and sister my sister actually just got baptized last yeah. weekend yeah. and it's just kind of like even though she didn't mean to put an impact on me like that's just kind of a big thing for me yeah, i think it's really cool, cool. Yeah. but yeah and also thank you to the haters yeah. just made me a better person yeah, there you go. what can i say what are you jake paul <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway for yeah, me it's just good. like i don't know i'm very appreciative for the time people have invested in me mainly um i know it's not easy to do like jackson like it people can get like very impatient with me very quickly but i agree i just thank you for like sticking with me and making me and my um journey and my faith a priority because it's taken me very far and forever grateful yeah um so let me close in prayer real quick um father i want to thank you for the opportunity that i've had over this past year to get to to know these these three seniors better and better um, i've thoroughly enjoyed it i pray that you continue to give them wisdom and discernment and courage as they head into this next season of their life and that ultimately that you help them to develop a very personal and real relationship with you where they sense your love and your purpose for them in life more than anything else in life and we pray all this in the name of your son and savior jesus christ amen amen, amen. um all right thank you so much for sharing your insights and experience regarding high school and how you've navigated hopefully people who listen to this get a kick out of it thank you for the time you've taken out of your busy schedule and to all our listeners in podville Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one. To a special friend of mine, I love you dearly. To all our other listeners, thanks again. This has been an episode of Real Friends. Real Friends. Yeah. There you go. All right, gentlemen. Thank you.